Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Um, on the line with me, I have Lo and Rigo as usual. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's good, guys? Just sadness over here in this part of the world. <laughs> Hasn't it felt like like a week, a week and a half since we lost? I feel like the longest week ever. It feels like January. <laughs> like as long as January was, that's how long it feels like since she was last played yeah, and won a game. I didn't notice how long January was till so it was like the twenty fifth, and I was like, "What the hell?" This still January was easily seventy four days. Yeah, easily. Oh, and it feels like it's been seventy four days since she was last one. <laughs> Especially at home. Especially anywhere. I mean. Yeah, it's just been, it's just that might, completely, completely ruined my, my weekend. That might be like an accurate uh, statistic. <laughs> if we I look mean, it up, at, <laughs> the last time we went at home, at home they haven't won in twenty eighteen <laughs> at all. At all. So I'm saying it yeah. might be it might be accurate uh, statistic. <laughs> we we might as well just like never play at home again. <laughs> but we also can't win away, so we should just quit. We should, we're just stop, bad. Stop playing yeah. soccer. We should just we should just be like a three and play in uh, San Antonio. Fuck it. Yeah, they should just they should, right, they should right sign up for a Sunday league or something. <laughs> Maybe it is time to bring in foreigners. I don't know. Whoa, oh, we're yeah. going crazy. <laughs> yeah, some battle chatta. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. depressing times. Yeah, definitely I mean, not. I mean, through all these depressing times, though, um, we should talk about how uh, Vara and I met up last week for a soccer event. Shout out Shout out um, to all our fans that showed up. Yeah, all our fans that showed up uh, for the Gimlet Media, which is actually a really sad soccer event. <laughs> we were reliving the 2002 World Cup where Mexico lost to USA. But previously to the event, me and Vara met up at a local watering hole in Brooklyn and uh, we ordered some drinks and apparently Marl likes to order Marl <laughs> likes to order his drinks in martini glasses I don't know I don't know hey man I, I told you <laughs> I don't I don't go to hipster bars because I don't know what I'm ordering so I saw it had rum I'm yeah, like, All right, let me get this I asked the bartender I asked the bartender does this glass. Co- I was like oh man does this drink come in men's because I mean <laughs> Why was like I'll take my usual. <laughs> He's a, he he decided to go to hipster bars in Brooklyn, but that's all there is in Brooklyn. That's why I don't go to bars in Brooklyn, man. <laughs> I didn't even I know saw how the to, menu. I didn't, know, I didn't even know how to hold the glass, bro. I was like, how do I hold this glass? Like, <laughs> you should have just ordered an old fashioned, not like a, I did. not the Manhattan or whatever the fuck you ordered. What I get? It was called like a volcano or something. Oh, a volcano? You didn't know that that was gonna come in a martini glass? I didn't come I on. Man. I just saw rum. He was, gonna, like he was trying to get saucy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it didn't have like a little cherry on top or some shit. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that uh, that Barrel's like moving on. <laughs> Shout out to the fans. That uh, Shout out to the fans that showed up. <laughs> that soccer up. event we went to. Uh, prepared us for what was to come uh what, what no, day it was, not. was it Wednesday? 
That was, was Thursday. Thursday? Oh, right. The next the day. game was Friday. Friday it night. It did not prepare us. Oh, hell yeah. I, I thought I was watching the same game. I mean, yeah. Like that point, aspect, like, yes. Like, it dampened my mood, and then she wasn't. Completely ruined Completely ruined my, my mood for the whole weekend. <laughs> like, well, fuck your weekend. Boom. <laughs> um, so, like, should we just get into it? We get into this yeah, let's talk terrible about... game on Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Friday sure. evening. I hate Friday night games. I mean, I, I was excited because I'm like Friday night game. You know, like it's at eight o'clock. I don't got to be up. You know, I don't. You know, I don't got to stay up late. You know, it's it's family time watching my dad. You know, that's why I was excited. I was excited. And right off the bat, we fucking start losing. Like two minutes into it, I, was like, I didn't even oh, catch the first goal. It was it was like it was like it was like watching ping pong inside the box. I mean that but, uh, that spin the ball, the ball took on the on the goal that was just uh, that killed us because I think Salcido could have got he was going to get to that ball but then he just took that crazy spin like it cut it cut off yeah. the ground into the post and then the way the way the direction the ball was supposed to go. Salcido just got caught. He was just like, "Ah, oh, crap!" And then the Puebla player was just on the line and headed it in. That was a fluke. It was a fluke goal. I I stand by the fact that I think that both Puebla goals were flukes. They both were flukes. Yeah, they were both. But like, but before we that... before before we talk about the both the goals, well, we just talked about one. But let's talk about Almeida's formation. Yes, I was gonna say let's go back to the formation. Yeah. Cause so that, he went at it was, he went with yeah, like he, a he, he went with like a, a, a like a hybrid four three three and and we got no so it was Cotan goal uh, Chapo Salcido Marin Aris so again no Alanis who was ready to play who I just played on Wednesday um, who by the way had a terrible game for the national team. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like Alanis is the savior of our defense, but he like I mean he's an upgrade over Marine, but he's not that great on defense. Like for everybody that's like he, he needs. To, I mean he does need to play, but he's not that great either. Um, so no Alanis, and then in the midfield we had Michael Perez and Orbelin slightly ahead, and then he had trophies playing in the middle, at behind um, Pulido up top, and then at left wing he had Pizarro, and at right wing he had Carlos Cisneros. Immediately when you guys saw that, what do you guys what do you guys think? Well, I just had like uh, flashbacks to the Monterrey game, because it's the same lineup he put out to start that game, and that first half was terrible. So if it didn't work against Monterrey... Why would it work against Puebla? That's all I was thinking, like, immediately when I saw that. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing. I, mean, I didn't understand Carlos Cisnero on the right. Right, uh, and that's what, he did that against Monterrey too, right? He tried, yeah. he tried him on the right wing. Like, there should be nobody else but road, trophies right? out there. Yeah. That um, should be, like, the first or second name he puts down, right wing trophies. And I, to be honest, I don't like, I don't like 
the two midfield the, the two midfielders with Michael Perez and Otto Berlin. I feel like it's it got to be only one of them. I feel like Otto Berlin hasn't been playing great. Michael Perez has been okay. Uh, but if you were going to ask me, I'd rather just have like Orbelin and uh, Orbelin and okay. and Pizarro in the middle, okay. or, yeah, or, or Gael, in the middle. or Gael and and, and uh, Pizarro in the middle. I don't know when Gael's been coming in. He's his fucking work rate has, has been great, yeah. and he's he's been hustling. He's been do, giving good passes. I I, I like him. I, I'm ready for him to start over Orbelin and and Michael Perez. I thought Orbelin had a, his best game of the year, to be honest. I mean, not saying much since he hasn't been playing well, but at least it's a it's a good sign, I think. No, I mean, I thought I thought you know, he played better than normal, but at the same time, I'm just like he just he's just been disappointing this season. Um, so yeah, I guess any slight improvement is better than like before. Um. Um, well, he got subbed off um, after the first half. Yeah, Sandor yeah, yeah, yeah. on for him. He's been getting subbed off at halftime, pretty much. Yeah, he's, yeah. he hasn't been cutting it. I mean, if he's doing that, if if Almeida's do, seeing that, then he should just take him out. Like let let him be. Let, let him come on the second half instead. Give give Gael. Uh, uh, an opportunity to start the game. Give him more minutes. See yeah. what he can do. I think it's going to come down down to that for this game coming up. It has to because our midfield needs a shake-up. I, I still think Perez is a is a start. But I think I made um, Bineda is going to be the one that gets sacrificed. I just think you can play Pizarro, where Pineda plays, because Pizarro is recovering, is going to recover the ball a lot, and he's going to drop all the way back. He's going to do the same functions, and he's going to play, and he's playing at a higher level. So I think you can. I, I don't. I don't think you. You really need to start Pineda right now. Um, I, just, I, I I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of shakeup this week. I'm just afraid if you put Pizarro back there, he's not going to make those runs into the box that we're used all to. The way, he's all the he's way always up. in the, yeah, he's always in dangerous positions when we're up there. And I just feel if you put him back there, you might lose some of that. No, well, I think he would be staggered. I don't think he'd be like the like a defensive mid. I think he'd be like slightly ahead, kind of like what Orbelin does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then if you do that, I think I think he has to go to Pulido and Ronaldo playing together. So you would play like you would play Pulido in the role that Pizarro is usually in, like which is that cam. Because uh, for the most for the most part, even when he's playing striker, he's back there anyways. He's playing that cam role. Because um, I mean that's 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 his natural style of play. Um, so that's why I would like to see the midfield, and then Chofis and. And, and Brizuela on the wings, or or Sandoval on, on the other wing. Um, yeah, he's been but, putting in the Sandoval's been putting in nice passes off the left wing when he when he exactly, gets to play yeah. on the left wing. There he has. A, Ronaldo doesn't connect with him. 
Yeah, he's been very you, impressive. Did you guys see that the cross and then it it was um almost like the same exact play against Monterrey, where Cisneros was just short against Monterrey. He yes. was just short with a header, and then against Puebla, it kind of the ball kind of went under his foot when he slid for it. But any I felt like there, I felt goal. like he did. I felt like he didn't stick his foot out like on time. I felt like he waited to stick his foot out and. When he stuck it out, the ball had just passed his foot. Yeah, I think it went like under his foot or something like that. But he missed it, and yeah. But I I feel like there's a connection developing there that I think Almeida should uh, take make note of, you know. And it was evident that like we were missing a second striker because I think Trophies had one, and maybe Pizarro or Cisneros had so one. Somebody's uh, across up the from like they. They went up to the up the right side of the box and they crossed it. To all his trophies, trophies. He, he goes up the right side of the box. He crosses it and there's nobody. He goes right by, past the goalie and like yeah. past two defenders from um, past two defenders from Puebla. Pulido doesn't make it and there's nobody on the back end to like come in and run. Yeah, he just went and, out of bounds on the other on the other wing. Yeah, and then there was another one from Pulido from the top of the box where he kind of crosses it over. And there's nobody on that on, in the back post either, um, and I think that's where you need the second striker. Um, but yes, I mean, she was she was had she was had opportunities this game. Yeah, the person I think uh, we need to give uh, Bisuela more time. When he came in this game, it was in, you saw it immediately. Then he hit the post as soon as he came in the game. Yeah, off the crossbar. That was oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, fucking, I mean, that fucking, was he was very unlucky not to score that. As soon as he came lost the game, it when he did that. Yeah, that's more than it's uh, funny. Cisneros had done the whole season, so I don't see why. Oh I man, I, why, I have no idea why he's why not playing. Starting. It's funny because Cisneros fucking Chofis gives Cisneros a pass. Like Chofis chips it over the defenders. Oh my god, that play triggered and, me. And it's he, he essentially leaves him wide open with the goalie and he can't control it. Yeah. Oh. Oh um, I was I wanted to fucking shoot him. <laughs> like this is this is goes back to like when they talk about like trophies giving giving uh what is it, key passes or something like that? Yeah. When the soccer nerds talk, this is what it is. Like and like if that's not his fault that he didn't score, he didn't even take a shot. Uh because he couldn't control it. Trophy's level of talent is so high that when he passes it to these bums, they don't know what to do with it. It was that was bad. He just like left the ball behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like got cut up under his feet or something. Oh, this is just bad. Well, see, Nettles might be our new our new left back. I mean, he's not a. I don't. I don't feel like he's a liability down there. But when he's up front, every play, I feel like he just. I you know people are complaining. Of, and then people are complaining about that. But like, right, but so I, I, like, I forget. It. I kind of forget that he's playing when he's that left back. But then when I do remember he's playing, it's not because he made a mistake. It's because he made a a good player, a decent play. But you were saying, Rigo, what that you don't mind him playing down there? Yeah, people are complaining about it, and I don't mind him back there. Yeah, I don't mind him back there either. I feel like, um, like I said, I, feel I, like he's I forget solid. he's playing, but that also means he's not playing bad. He did get he did get ate up one time. By by a Puebla by the right wing or or right midfielder, was like it, just crossed him were, up. The guy they were calling Messi. Nah, they were, they were I don't calling remember. some guy Messi, and I was just like, "What are they doing?" 
And then they were trying to nickname everybody after a European player. For like, uh, for like a while. And then they're like, oh, this is the Busquets of Mexico and this and that. And I, and I think that Negus was just like, what are you guys doing? Like, call the game. <laughs> <laughs> there was one Bolivian guy who they gave uh, like a Schweinsteiger type of name or something like that. I don't remember what his name was. Yeah, they were doing but no, it but for they... like 10 minutes. And then the Negus was just like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Like, call the freaking game. But, yeah, but Carlos Cisneros, Carlos Cisneros did get he did get eat up. he did, he got eaten up like just the guy just crossed him up and like left him behind at one point. But other than that, I thought when he when he went when he went back to the to right back, I mean to left back, I thought I thought he played fine. I thought he played fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, Orbelin, right. when he I mean Brizuela when he came on he was playing in, in, in the middle of the field. He's playing like yeah like he, he was he was he was playing like uh, for he came out for Michael Perez right. Uh, yeah, yes, think, Michael Perez. Yeah, he came up from Michael Perez, so he was playing in the middle, playing in the middle of the field. Uh, we essentially, we essentially had no like defensive mid at that point. Yeah, we had no, we didn't have a contention. Uh, um, and he played well there. I mean, we didn't score. We 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 lost because we couldn't take advantage of the opportunities that we had. But when people complain about Almeida moving people around. Like there isn't anybody that I've really seen him put in a position except for Carlos Cisnero. The Carlos Cisnero one does not work at all, and Marin and Salcido in the back they do not work. Um, but when he's moved these guys around to different positions, I haven't seen anybody that's like not really like that doesn't that doesn't not work. Like Sandoval on the left wing works. Um, Trophies in, in the middle works to a certain degree. Obviously, yeah. he plays better on the right. Uh, but Isuela on the right back works. Like, I, I see what I, he's doing. He's him, fucking... I want Brizuela to be more offensive, though. I don't I don't really yeah. like him playing on the uh, right back. I'd rather see him, like we saw him that night, in the middle of the field or on that left wing. No, I, I agree. I agree. I would rather see him on the left wing. Uh, I would much rather see him on the left wing. But yeah, you're right. He like plugs these players in different positions, but it works. It's not, except right for Carlos Cisneros on the right wing. He just looked lost. Uh, I don't know what Almeida wanted him to do, but whatever he asked him to do, he didn't. He did not do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why why he's doing that. Um, or Pizarro on the left when Pizarro's clearly better on the right. I mean, in the middle. In the middle. Um, yeah. not that Pizarro's not good on the left because he is. You, you just kind of you kind of lose him a little bit. Yeah, uh, and he kept, the he kept them. He kept drifting into the into the middle of the field. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah, stay on the left. He's gonna go. Yeah, a problem. Yeah, he gives them the freedom to go wherever he wants. But when you play him out on the left, it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we 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 had a few, we had a few opportunities that we should have put Pulido's header that he doesn't fuck score. Oh yeah, like well, wide was, open. It hit, I think that it, was the deflection, it wasn't it? I think it, it, it hit his shoulder instead of he, his head. He didn't. He didn't hit it right. He didn't hit it right. Or it, it hit the defender. Hit it hit, it hit, yeah, it hit the defender first, and it went into his shoulder. Um. But yeah, we definitely had opportunities to score. I do. I mean, at this point of the season, I do think. Alanis isn't playing because it's coming from up top. It's coming from 
a Jorge Vergara and and Higuera. And Higuera. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's it's uh it's them basically saying, you know what, let's keep him on the bench so nobody says anything. But don't play him. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to extend his contract. Don't play him. And that's, that, that's what it feels. Because I mean, there's no logical explanation for him to be playing Marine. At this point, do you think he even plays all year? I think if he doesn't play this upcoming week, he's he's not playing. I think. Because I, I, I mean, he's going to he's going to play. He. I mean, I don't know. Unless I think right that the own ownership and uh, Igera are blackballing him then I mean no it, in Mexico they do it all the time yeah yeah I mean yeah. I, I'm at the point already where I don't think he's gonna play I thought I think if he was gonna play we would have played him already I mean he, he already played in the for the national team and he's still not playing for Chivas I mean at this point I, I don't even think he's gonna play but you guys said he played he played really bad for the national team right I, I didn't watch. Yeah, he game. played bad. He I played mean, bad. I mean, he he not almost like he plays great. You know? <laughs> he he almost he almost gave up two goals. Uh, and one of them he he had to commit a foul because the the the, the striker from uh, Bosnia had gotten by him. Which is usually what happens when he's so, out there. Bosnia Bosnia is like a third world country. They don't even have like <laughs> real soccer fields. They literally play on like nuclear landmines and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you know, like, do you know where Chernobyl Bosnia is at? What? Do you know where Bosnia it's mi- is at? It's in the Middle East. Not Middle East. In uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally like the old Yugoslavia and shit like that. They, they literally <laughs> play like on fields like that still have like radiation on them. Oh, word. Damn. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, why, uh, that's why they're fast. They got to run, run around <laughs> everywhere. And, so they don't uh, get contaminated. Like, so the guy literally gets to goes he goes around on around Alanis so easily, and then Alanis has to like grab him, and he he gets a yellow card. But, I mean, I think he needs to play. He's way better than Marin. Like Marin is just bad, and it's not just that he's bad defending. It's that what teams are doing is they're pressuring Chivas, so the ball has to drop all the way back. And it like they don't like the midfielders don't have the comfort of dropping the ball back to them because these guys don't know what to do. Like they send them pelotazo and then like mm-hmm. then we lose the ball. Yep. Like it's not just the function of him being a bad defender; it's also the function of playing with with his feet and his, his inability. Well, their inability because Carlos Salcido isn't that great either. Now at his old age to do it. Yeah, um, I said it last week, and his his first touch is gone. I don't know what happened. Like, it's bad. He would get the ball, and then it bounces like two feet in front of him, so he has to run and just clear it at that point. There's no there's no confidence that he's going to control the ball, have time to look up, and give anybody a good pass. I mean, Salcido might be a person that I might, that I might try yet. At, at defensive mid, over, over at center back. Yeah, which is what he was doing. Like, like yeah, two, last two season. seasons ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When uh, yeah. Harris uh, took him out of the position. Um, that might be something that I'm that not for a whole game, but 
45 minutes, 30 minutes. Like, I think because he's trying to I, give him the like the Rafa Marquez treatment where he comes in for the yeah. last 20, 25 minutes just to help you control the game because he has that better in leadership, but definitely not for 90 minutes. According to Pablo, Pablo Ramirez, he has a great shot from outside the box. Uh, and there's only like, documentation of one of them ever going in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where, I'm like, where is this happening? Where is this happening? That that because I'm I'm watching all these games and I'm not seeing it. He's not even on target half the time. Like they're like over. He'd be a great field goal kicker. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else, you guys? Anything else you remember from the game you wanted to touch on? No, no I mean, sadness all around. Just oh, a lot of size. And the the second Puebla goal, I stand by it that it was a fluke because even um, what's their coach Ojitas Mesa was telling them to hold the ball and just run the clock out. And their players were like, "Screw it, we're gonna go for it," and it just ended up as a goal. And it was like a crappy goal too. Like uh, I don't it think the guy really bad defending. To, the guy didn't really mean to. Well, he tried to. Like lob it over Cota, hit the post, and again a Puebla player was just waiting there to head it in. It's two fluke goals. I don't think Puebla outplayed us, and it's not that we didn't look like a competent team. It's just things didn't go our way again. No, yeah, it just—is it time to panic though? People know the formula. It it might be. People know the formula to beat us. Well, what, Make, week, pre- what is it? Pressure week, us. Week five, right? Stay back. This game, they yeah, get week passed. five. Week five. I mean, we're not out of the Liga, right? Because the, the way this, the way Liga MX works, we're like four you know, points out of oh, first. Two. Are we like four or five? I think or six. Let me pull it up right now. Somebody has ten, I think. Monterrey's at eleven. We're at four, so we're seven. Seven points out of first, but we're three points out of a Liguilla spot. Hello? So I mean, we could oh. like it's not like it's impossible to make it, but it, the schedule is only going to get harder. Yeah, we haven't played Pumas yet. Who's fucking killing it? Um. America just won five one. I mean, they, they played they played Lobos Bop, who's not good. Um, we haven't played Tigres. We haven't played Morelia. Tijuana. I mean, Santos right now is is in eighth place. I mean, in seventh place. So I mean, the 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 hard part of the lineup is like of the season is coming up. Um. Yeah, and um, so. something else to keep an eye on is uh, we're going to play, I think, six games in the 18 days, starting with the Santos game. Because we have, we got Santos, then we got Querétaro three days later. And then we got Pachuca on the 17th. We got Cibao FC on the 22nd. Pumas on the 25th. And then Cibao again on the 28th. And then we have America on the third, so that's seven I mean, games in like twenty-one days. Those Cibao games, we should be able to go with uh, Super Juno and yeah, and, and and win those games. 
But from hearing Almeida talk on uh, Football Picante, apparently there's going to be a big emphasis on trying to win the Conca Champions. Yeah. Because um, they, they'd, like, they'd like a Club World Cup spot. Well, he said he wants to win it, which is awesome, but I don't see us winning the Club I mean, World Cup. We can't even... Can't even be Puebla right now. <laughs> how are we, we going to compete with uh, Shanghai United and uh, fucking Real Madrid? I really don't think. I mean, I don't think Barcelona. the season is all. I don't mm. think the season is all uh, on Mayday's fault. I to me the part part of the biggest to me to me like if I were to split if I were to bl- put the blame it would be the front office first. And then Almeida. Uh, for not bringing in the uh, players that he wanted? Refuerzos, yeah. Yeah. Like, we gave away Gallito for no reason. Obviously, they did it to bring in guys on the wild, but like we we weren't in a position to be giving away players. Um, we didn't bring in any, any defenders. Like, like, if we needed something, it was defenders. Yeah, we needed center backs. Yeah. Like... You like you pay for the you, you you go and you pay for a center back. Mm-hmm. Like if they're asking you for twenty million, well, like I mean, like that like unfortunately that's what we have to do. Like I I, I don't understand how this team says that it doesn't have money. They have a ridiculous fucking television contract with Univision. Well, Bergara always brings up that even if he opens up his checkbook, these teams don't want to sell the players. I mean because that does happen to have, too. They need to have um. A certain amount of Mexican players on the team, and then that, the, that, the, the top teams that do have good Mexican players don't want to give them up because they have a good they have a good Mexican player, and they have a lot of foreigners on their on their squad. I mean, or or we should be scouting better. I mean, we don't have anybody in the forces Vasicas who are, who are better defenders because I mean, every week I I I, I read the tweets of like the. The the youth teams because you know how the youth team plays like the, whoever our rival is for that week yeah yeah that they play and then the youth our youth teams always win every week so there, I mean there has to be some sort of talent on those teams whether they be nineteen twenty years old that we can bring up that are better than Marin and and you know yeah. physically better than Sarcido it has to be. I mean bring in bring in somebody from from the feminine. There's, I, don't, I don't know if there's a rule that they can't, you know, play. Haven't seen anything. Yeah, we got a solid, uh, solid defensive line on the feminines on the female squad. I haven't seen them play, but uh, they're, they're killing it. They're great. They have like a plus. They have like a plus thirteen goal differential or something like that. Yeah, they're really gritty, and uh, the the goalkeeper, I think her name Blanca Felix. She, yeah, she's fun. She's fun to watch. It's funny, like, I see more attention for them than I do for the women's soccer league here. I mean, it could be just because I follow it, but like, it's just interesting. Um, what about uh, Pereira? Have you guys read any updates on him? I haven't seen anything. Um, I read that he tried to practice today, but he couldn't. Of course. I think his is like I think I think his I think his is like a hamstring. Yeah, those are always just take a long time. Tricky. 
you know. Oh, didn't I tell you guys that uh, on the podcast last week that Bully though was just faking it to not go on the national team? Yeah, yeah, we we didn't. Oh, right, that was this game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't go all, and then he played. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then, then he played on Friday. Yeah. The jig. I, I, really, I really think it's because Almeida doesn't like JCO. We well, say you never met him. You don't have to meet somebody not to like him. I don't like him. I never met <laughs> yeah. him. I don't. I don't like Tom Brady. So, never. Well, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you hate the Patriots today. Hey, shout out to the Eagles for salvaging uh, my weekend. <laughs> no, but uh, the the Patriots offensive coordinator was going to be the new Colts head coach. Yeah. Yeah. And last I minute, want, I, didn't no. <laughs> I didn't want him anyways. I didn't want him anyways. I don't want. I want anything to do with the Patriots. Okay. So I was already yeah. kind of pissed that we we're gonna sign that dude as our next coach. So yeah, it's shitty that we don't have a coach and it's so close to the draft and all of that. But fuck it. I mean, I don't have to deal with the Patriot in my organization. I'm good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> all right. That I think we should segue into the Chivas Santos game. Coming up on Saturday night at home, which oh, is usually a good mean? thing, but not way, for us. The way we've been playing at home, the way our soccer team is set up, <laughs> we can't win at home. And they don't win, win away games. Um, um, we, well, we need to win. Santos is uh, currently sitting in seventh place. Mm-hmm. They've only lost once. They beat the Luca. They lost two. The only team they lost to is uh, is Stevens. Oh, that was that. I watched that game. It was a pretty close game. That was that one day I watched like eight hours. Six of, games in a row. Eight hours of League MX or whatever. Six hours. Yeah, six hours. <laughs> and then we lost. Uh, <laughs> mm. So, their striker is killing it. Six, he's, I think he's a lead goal scorer. Six goals, Janini. Janini, is, is that how you say his name? I'm guessing. I don't know. They also have, uh, what's his face? From Chivas? Gallito. Oh. Um, yeah. They have Gallito. Osvaldo Martinez is killing it in the midfield for them. Uh, with three assists and four matches, that's pretty good. And um, that's where we got Gael Sandoval and and uh, Ronaldo Cisneros from. I mean, I I I don't really watch them. I know, I know they play all the seven p.m. games on Sunday, um, but I never really watch them. Yeah, I don't. I basically only watch Chivas and when I make an effort to watch other other games it's usually like whoever's Saturday. on either America or Tigres is on Saturday well apparently apparently they should have lost this week this past week against Veracruz because they scored a penalty kick in the 90 second minute so sounds, sounds like the jig yeah hmm. the jig is up on Saturday probably not though but... <laughs> But I mean, they have a good. They have, I mean, they have a good team. So, any guess 
guesses as to how many days since our last home win. I did the math real quick. Oh, you did it? Yeah. Um, so, as on Saturday when we play, how many days will it be since our last home game, home win? I'm going to go... 127. Jesus. Is it really... Oh, Damn, no. 127. I was going to say 65. Uh, 105. Oh, damn. I, mean, I was close. Our last uh, home win was uh, in, in October. Against... It, uh, Tijuana. I mean, if you really think about it, Chivas is always home because we always have the crowd on our side when any stadium we go to. So if you really think about it, our last home win was like a couple of weeks ago. That's if you stay woke, though. Like me. And that was Calientes. And that was Calientes. And they wear white and red jerseys, too. So. Yeah, so. Feels, yeah, basically a home game. Basically. Woke Rigo. <laughs> I'm, like, um, I'm, I'm like scared to get predictions because uh, I think... I think your brother tweeted at us. He's like, uh, you guys need to stop picking Chivas to win. Cause we're just jinxing them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm going to pick them to draw. I'm going to pick them to draw. <laughs> I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw this week. That's what I think. Yeah, we can't afford the draw, though. We can't, but... And Almeida's going to shake up the lineup because he said, I think there was a, he had a press conference today or yesterday where he said that he's going to sit down and think about the lineup and make changes because obviously things aren't working. <laughs> I mean, hopefully Alanis starts. Uh, if Alanis starts and Pereira's not ready, then obviously Sancido's going to be back there. Uh, I like... Oh, oh, out Marin and Alanis. And oh god, <laughs> or 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 Alanis and Basulto or Basulto. something like that. Uh, start Aris and Chapo in the in on the on the on the left and right backs. I would I would start Gael, Orbelin. I mean uh, Gael, Pizarro, and and Pulido in the middle. Yeah, and I would play uh, Brizuela, Ronaldo, and Chofis up top. That's, that's who I would go with. Pizarro. In the middle. He'd oh, be in the middle with, with, with Pulido. He'd okay. be it'd be Gael, Pizarro, and Pulido in the middle. So you don't, um, you don't go out with a CDM? Uh, I think you play Gael in that role. Play Gael at the CDM. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's definitely shaking the lineup up, which is what we need. Uh, I mean, essentially, with Gael and Pizarro, you can go into a 4-4-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way they play more of like a centralized role where there's not like somebody where they're, they're doing both jobs of going up and coming back down and that way you don't have to worry about like somebody being in the CDM role yeah um, and, and then you and then you have uh, kind of like or kind of like a 4-4-1-1 four, four, one, one with Pisa, uh, Pulido behind Cisneros but that would be my ideal lineup. Yeah, as long as he doesn't put out the same lineup he he's tried twice now. Then it I just doesn't work. Should, yeah, it doesn't. I don't know why he... That's what I didn't get. That was why I was so pissed off when the game started and we went down 1-0 right away because I knew this lineup wasn't going to have what it took to get back into the game. And I knew it was gonna, we were going to have to wait till the second half to to flip it around 
And right before we get to the second half, they scored their second one. So it let them play the game they wanted to. They just sat back and waited to counter us every every time. Yeah. Giving up giving up a goal that quick is just bad. It's, it's just bad. Fluke, and that's something we can't goal. do against But still though, it like happens. it it completely yeah. fucks it completely fucks everything up. Yeah, the whole now, game plan goes out like, the window. The whole out the window. And now you're like on full on attack. I mean you're already on, on, on attack mode, but now it's like even worse. It, it makes you more vulnerable. Uh, especially with the pressures. Yet now the team is playing with not only are we playing with playing against the other team, but we're also playing against the clock and against the pressure of not winning. And it's just it's just becoming more more and more intense. So like they mean they need to win this week. Well, I don't know. But they need to win. But I'm gonna predict that they draw. I think they get a a gritty two one win. I don't know. I'm just gonna believe and hope Flo? believe it into existence. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with the three-two win. Whoa! God damn! Wow! Because we're not gonna. Because <laughs> that, we're not. That... We can't stop anyone. So if we're gonna win, we gotta outscore them. That's true. I mean that that Giannini guy fucking scores his goals. Hmm. He might have scored them all in one Was game. Was that a though. blowout? I feel like that might be skewed. They, they, uh, yeah, it is skewed. He scored well. He scored three goals in one game against Lobos Bwap, who's who are trash. <laughs> yeah, I might have got he's, five he's, on them. He scored uh, one on Digres, one by Penal against against Veracruz, and then uh, one against Morelia. So I mean. I mean, but he's still scoring, though. He's putting away the opportunities he has, which we are not doing. So there's that. So those are our predictions. There you go. 2 1, 1 1, and the optimistic 3 2. 3 3 2. I mean, to be honest, they're all optimistic. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, yeah. At least it's not like last week where it was like 3 0. Hey, I Ooh, thought it was somebody gonna, predicted three zero. I thought, I thought it was going to happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can jump into Twitter questions, which we got. We got a bunch this week again. I feel like we, we're getting a consistent amount now. Shout out to everybody that sends in questions. Yeah, you guys have the the spreadsheet open. Oh, let me let me open it up. So this time, uh, last time, we usually like uh, yeah. have to scroll all the not. way back. And like, do this on the fly. But this week, I prepared. Became a prepared. Spreadsheet, and you know it's gonna be easier now. Were you were you having a martini while you were putting this spreadsheet together? No, Sh- shaking that third. <laughs> <laughs> All right, open it. Was a, it was a terrible looking martini too. It didn't even look good. It was like orangey. Oops. It looked like green salsa. Nah, I'm not going to front. The drink was good. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he enjoyed it. Oh, the drink was great, but I just felt ashamed drinking it. You felt emasculated? Oh, yeah. That glass? Tried to drink it as fast as possible. (laughs) 
All right, I'll read off the, the first question from at Sir Bahena. He said, Why is Salcido a starter in 2018? Because our front office bought nobody. <laughs> Basically. And yeah. We, we, our team our team is also, our players are made of paper mache. <laughs> our center backs are hurt. Yeah, so you play with what you got. And he's better than Basurto, who is the only other option we have besides Alanis, who I, is getting I still would like to see. I still would like to see Mayorga at, at center back, but that's just me. Oh, yeah. You said that, like, episode Weeks one, ago. Right? But he would yeah, probably, yeah, he'd probably play the left center back and not at the right, the right uh, center back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, call, up, call up one of those youth kids. I don't care. Oh, they called up... Um, for this game against uh, Santos, they called up uh, Benjamin Galindo's son. Oh, he's a defender. Yeah, I don't know if he he's plays center back. center back or center mid, but he's on the he's on the call up list. Oh, okay. So he he has, but he hasn't made his debut in Copa Mekis either. He's been on our under twenty and under seventeen teams. So if he gets a shot at the first division, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, next question. The Eagle iPod, who is uh, the uh, America pod that's kind of like our pod in English, uh, they ask, what's your favorite type of eagle? So, Mine the is Philadelphia the, Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles are my favorite type of eagle, I'll say that much right now. Yep. My favorite type of the extinct kind. <laughs> e- Eagle de la chingada as well. Um, okay. Thanks, guys, okay. for that question. All right. And uh, uh, funny fat guy. All right. I like the name. Uh, he asked, at this point, do you guys think Chivas Feminine would wreck the men's team? So that that's for you, Regal. Uh, I think a solid yes. I think uh, I think uh, Paula Fox does a better celebration than Pizarro, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, it would be an e- I think it would be an easy three-one victory for the females. Damn, twenty eighteen is the year of the woman. I, I, uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see how Blanca Felix does against, like a male, a male soccer team. I think it's time because she like think, she gives no fucks. She'll dive. She'll like whip. She'll block the ball with her face. Explode, I think it's time to watch her play. What's that? Uh, what was that movie bar that you told me to watch that one time? With like the brothers growing up in the oh uh, in Mexico, Rudo y Cursi. I don't know yeah, if you watched that. It sounds familiar. Um, Gael Garcia yeah. in it, and oh, I forgot the other guy. But it's a, it's a good movie if you guys haven't watched it. Rudy Cursi. But that, isn't movie. that like his name? Isn't that the goalkeeper's name or something? Yeah, Rudo, because that's how he plays. Like He gives no fucks. Yeah, so that that reminded me of that for some reason. But yeah, but everybody should watch that movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> Alright, from The Colorful Kit, what is your favorite Selena song? Uh, 
I think we should uh, let Flo go first. Uh, so my favorite Selena's, I don't know. There's so many. I should have prepared. I'll just go with the... I really don't know. Fotos y recuerdos. I mean, to be honest, you can't really pick just one. So I'll just go. I'll just go with uh, with photos you record those. That's my jam. Rigo, do you have a favorite Selena song? And we don't want. Yeah, your, when we don't want your Selena conspiracy theory. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I was gonna say the ones that where the where the volume is turned off. Wow. Uh, but I'm just but I'm just joking, guys. I love Selena. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Selena song is "Dreaming of You." Actually, uh, White Regal, of course. The English <laughs> you song. know, that's a fire song, though. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Flo, with I mean, uh, the Cumbia." Of course, because you're from Puebla. Cumbia. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to uh, the Colorful Kit for that question. Everybody should uh, tweet at the Colorful Kit. <laughs> R.I.P. Selena. On uh, Selena's uh, anniversary of her death, isn't it coming up in March? Yeah, it's coming up in March. So we got to get that done. Everybody, tweet at the colorful kid. R.I.P. Selena when that when that comes up. I'm sure he'll enjoy that. <laughs> oh man, just do it. All right, next question from at despadre. He said, "Hey." I had a dream that I went to New York for an L3 game, go figure, and didn't think to hit y'all up. What are y'all's suggestions for good places to eat in New York City, specifically in Brooklyn or Queens? Um, definitely. Well, first of all, first of all, don't come to New York to watch soccer because it's just terrible. <laughs> uh, you're going to be fact. traveling for hours. That's a fact. Um, to be honest, don't come to New York to eat Mexican food either. Don't. Like... If you're gonna come to like Queens and Brooklyn, like there's just so much Asian food, uh, other Latin American cuisines. Um, follow my Instagram account, and I post a lot of food. <laughs> post a lot of food, and, uh, and I can lead you in the right direction. I had some banging ass barbecue the other day. Um, I know you. But did. again, like, I did. And, Not uh, NYC. I mean, but I know barbecue. I lived, lived in Florida. I know barbecue. I've been to Texas. Florida don't know barbecue. Um, but there's there's so much. I mean, there's just Queens is like a melting pot. Brooklyn has a lot of like a lot of new restaurants because of all the gentrification. In New York City, you just you could find anything everywhere except chopped cheese. I had a chopped cheese on Sunday on fucking Broadway and like uptown. It was amazing. Get a chopped cheese from Habibi's. Banging. You did, yeah. You definitely. You, if you're gonna come to New York. You gotta get chopped cheese. You gotta go. To, you gotta you, go to the barbecue for that. You gotta get. You gotta get a bacon egg and cheese on a roll from a de- from a bodega deli. Um, get pizza you gotta get a bagel. Prince Street Pizza. Which one? Prince Street. Papa John's. <laughs> uh, everybody says that that's fine in Brooklyn. What? Um, uh, I never. I never been there trying before. Blank. I know what place you're talking about. It's, uh, uh, Spamone, Spamone's or something like that. Sp- yeah, Spamone's. Spamone. Everybody says you have to get Spamone slice. Yeah, I haven't been. Um, 
But Prince oh. Street Pizza is legit. They got some. They got really good pizza. If you're in New York, you got to you got to get you a bagel with cream cheese and lox. Um, you definitely got to hit up uh, chicken and rice on Fifty Third and Sixth. Halal guys, yes. Uh, halal guys. Yep. Um, right. Go to Cat's Deli, get you a pastrami sandwich. Ooh, pastrami. Um, Les. Mm. Yep. Um. So. There's Are a we lot. going to all like, these places or what? <laughs> when you come, we'll go. We'll take you. All you gotta I'll do be eat. there next year. I'll next be there next year. year. For, uh, WrestleMania, bro. Oh, definitely. I'll be staying in Varro's closet. I'm there. <laughs> it, well, that's probably his apartment. Well, Word. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Rigo. Rigo living in mansions in Connecticut and shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Settle down. <laughs> Live my mom's basement like every other like every Successful. other rich person. Yeah, you're the <laughs> successful male in their thirties. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Uh, Chivo Siete Torres, Chivo underscore Siete Torres. Mi vieja gets jealous when I'm watching my Chivas. What should I do? Should I drop her or qué pedo? Give me your Chiva wisdom. Give me your wisdom, Chiva hermanos. All right, right off the bat, right off the bat, like I'm gonna just tell you right now, you just gotta leave her. <laughs> like ain't no ain't no reason for you to be with her. Like if she she needs to understand that when she was playing, y'all ain't doing nothing but watching the game. And she needs to be right there with you watching the game stressed out. If she ain't with if she ain't watching the game with you, she's not a ride or die. Just leave her. So stop wasting your time. Flo, what do you what do you what do you think? So like my my girl would get upset when I would watch Shiva's it should be all pissed off. Talk about you're always watching a soccer game. If it's not Chivas, it's Chelsea. If it's not Chelsea, it's this. It's Mexico has a game today. It's this has a game today. So she was a Tigres fan, so maybe that has something to do with it. But but I don't know. I mean, I'm single now, so maybe that was part of the problem. Yeah, but it was, it was hard to work around. I would have to, like, sneak around and watch Chivas games in, in secret and shit sometimes. <laughs> nah, like, if I'm out, we out, and she was playing, if I can't watch the game where we're at, we need to leave so I can watch the game to where we go. And that's how it needs to be. Like, no other way around it. If she doesn't support your uh, love of Chiba, she's not the one. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, if she can't accept your Chiba's love and that you live in your mom's basement, she's not the <laughs> one, B. Yo. <laughs> That ass be. If your mom don't come through with snacks when she comes over, she she mom. ain't the one. Cause your mom would bring you some snacks. Let me tell you. And menudo. <laughs> I've made some guac so you guys. I've made some guac so you guys can watch the game. Some guac. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's right, our that's our Chibarmano wisdom, man. Uh, up next is a uh, former guest of the pod. Yep, Osvaldo to go. Since we're playing like trash on the field, I'll ask a question about something off the field. What's more important to you as a fan? Having a jersey sponsor that plays, that pays the club more money, or having a jersey sponsor whose logo is hideous? Isn't hideous? Isn't hideous? <laughs> So, are we assuming that the, that the jersey sponsor that pays more money has a has an ugly logo? 
Yeah, just assume it's Home Depot. <laughs> I think I would say one that's not hideous personally. I mean, it's not like Chivas doesn't have money, and we're not spending money anyways. So what the fuck is a jersey sponsor going to do? Yeah, I would rather have no jersey sponsors, but if we're going to have jersey sponsors, I'd rather them not be hideous. I mean, they've had jersey sponsors that weren't too bad. I don't, I, I, they, like, or the bimbo, I hate the bimbo. I hated bimbo. <laughs> when I would wear it like, in high school and stuff, everyone would what are you, a bimbo? Oh, I just wanted to trigger y'all, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the Coca-Cola one wasn't bad. Pepsi. In, in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, even the even the the tolteca, like it wasn't like terrible. Didn't we have like an airline too before? Like I don't know, without Mexico or something, but we had them. We might, we might. I think we had a Mexico on the on the sleeves. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I'd rather not have sponsors than the jersey look hideous. Like I like to wear them. Like I like to wear jerseys casually. And uh, me too. Sometimes the sponsors are, like too much. Like if you look at a the Leon jersey, like I'm, you're probably gonna see a bunch of them around now because Donovan's there. But that jersey is like all sponsors, and it looks terrible. Doesn't look good. Yeah, I don't want that. I wouldn't be like, able to wear that like casually. Yeah, exactly. I don't like, want that. Or have, or have like a Home Depot logo. Yeah, be. When everybody knows Lowe's is better. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Home Depot's like a it's like a it's like a failing brand now. <laughs> Alright, so those are our takes on sponsors. And then uh at Joshua something, he responded to that tweet too, he said, uh which I, I agree with him. He said Chivas could wear white tees and they'd still be my team. Slap a ton of logos if it can fund a chicha transfer. I agree with both statements. <laughs> I don't think, I, to be honest, I don't think we need a uh, bunch of logos to get a transfer. He just doesn't want to come right now. Not yet. Did you guys see what he said during the week? Of course. He said, of course. Um, shout out, hey, shout out to our starting striker in the World Cup coming up, <laughs> Chicharito. If you don't like it, you can at me. <laughs> so I mean, I could see, I, said, I uh, could see why he. Uh, he said, "What she was is his one true love, and that." All the other teams he's played for are just like, like girlfriends on like side chicks, basically. But I feel like that's already been like. I feel like he didn't have to say that. Like, well, I there was that. there yeah. was rumors that he was that America was pursuing MLS. him, and that America oh, was pursuing I him. I don't think he. I don't think he would ever go to ML, to America. Just like I don't think that Raúl Jiménez would ever come to Chivas. Like it's just something I would never expect, or like. Uh, Memo Choa or Layun. I, I would never expect them to come to Chivas. Yeah, me either. Or but, Guardado. Like I just. But the rumors were there, so I guess he just wanted to be like, no, not not gonna happen. You guys see his uh, golazo he scored over the weekend? Oh yeah, that was pretty nice. Oh, that was a good goal. He needs more of that. Mexico yeah, needs more of that, especially going into the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. we need that in our starting eleven for sure. <laughs> If you guys don't know, what was it? Um, what's the page? I'm drawing a blank. Were you right? Trash takes. <laughs> F- FMF State of Mind. Okay, yeah. FMF State of Mind released an article today that 
Chicharito should not be our, should not start the World Cup. Triggered and flows. I mean, I'm, it, been irate. You could make you you could make you could make an argument for that. All right, I'm I'm dropping you from the call right now. <laughs> Triggered. You could make, make an argument for that. It's not it's not it's not it's not completely outlandish. Maybe his points weren't good. Like cause he he, was, he had in there that you could start. Like Geo, you can't start Geo. They don't even play the same. They don't even play the same position. Right? Oh man, you're just triggering more. I never even read the article. <laughs> just the headline <laughs> triggered me. And you telling <laughs> me that he said Geo should start? Oh my god! Like goodness. the like the, well, his thing was that we have a plethora of Mexico has is great on attack, plethora. right? Like I don't think I don't think Mexico Ooh, has an issue. Like, I don't at think striker? we have an issue on attack. Not a striker. I mean, we have we have Chicharito. We have. Chicharito, Raúl Jiménez, or uh, Oribe. No, uh, we don't have a plethora of strikers. Mexico has a uh, plethora Henry of Martin now. Uh, come on, Henry, Henry Martin now and uh, and Pulido. Basically, oh, yeah. did you just say Henry Martin? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, yo, I, yo. Did you, you see how bad it was? Tell me, you wouldn't want him? Henry Martin on Chivas right now. Fuck no, get that bum out of here. Hell yeah, I, I don't know why they, I don't know why they didn't buy him. Well, I think America just I came no... in and paid more for him. No, I know that, like but the, she was one of the first. She was one of the first ones that were like talking about him, and then like I don't understand why they let themselves get beat by America. And he was coming off an injury, so bro, he's got like you, five you goals. You could right understand now. why you'd be hesitant to outbid somebody to sign him. Yeah, well, we don't have goals right now, and they do. So I would take Henry Martin in a heartbeat. Uh, maybe 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 he'll come next season when America doesn't need him anymore because they have that French guy. He scored a goal. Um, I mean, and, and if Henry Martin keeps playing the way he's playing, I wouldn't mind him getting called up to the national team. Yeah, he wouldn't. He would have start, but he'd be on the bench, I guess, for the World Cup. Yeah, but again, like it, it, trash. It really, it really. Every, but everybody looked like trash though, and I mean, he didn't really. He, he, I think he had two chances. Um. But again, it 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 goes like what I disagree with the article is that like he didn't really make like clear points. Whereas in like okay, if you're gonna say Cheech can't start, why he shouldn't start? Talk about how he might not work in the formation that they're that they're using because some some formations just don't work for Cheech because uh, of the way he plays. Uh, you know, talk about how he disappears in games. A lot, because again, it, and it all comes back to functionality of, of how he, of the formations that the coach is being played is playing them in. Um, just, just gave me. It just I mean, gave me flashbacks to 2014, and I got triggered. <laughs> <laughs> this is just this episode should be called triggered. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next uh, question at McFizzle One. He said, would a hypothetical sale to Slim benefit us, or would he not know how to run the team? To Carlos Slim? Yeah, I'm assuming Carlos Slim, unless Eminem. No. <laughs> Some shady. <laughs> I don't know. But I wouldn't want the team sold to any of them. Doesn't uh, Carlos Slim partially own? He sold it. He sold oh, it. he sold it? Okay. Yeah. But who did he own? Pachuca? No. No. Leon? No, he owned Pachuca, didn't he? I thought he owned Pachuca. Mm. I don't remember. 
but uh, what yeah, benefit he is had a, he had a, at one point or another he had a 30% stake in Pachuca and Leon but probably not anymore that's not updated but I mean I don't think they did much was was that during Leon and Pachuca's prime I forget what what years they were kind of running the league I, Pachuca definitely not it might have been Leon I don't remember when they had the back to back they had the bicampeonato but either way it was only 30% stake so it's not like he was completely running the team yeah but I, I wouldn't want him for Chivas no I think so I, feel like, I feel like people that yeah, they don't but a guy that's a fan like he's he's truly it, it's sometimes it's there's a downside to that when he tries to meddle in, in the club's affairs but then when but I feel like, like I remember the years of the promotora before Vergara like they didn't give a shit about the fucking team like yes they pumped money into it but then when they were about to like sell the team again they started selling players off like that's why Carlos um, Ramon Ramirez ends up in America because they, they didn't give a shit they just wanted to get some money for him so I, 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 I don't want an owner that doesn't care about the team yeah that's true you look at uh well, to look at like another league, you look at like Arsenal. Their owners don't don't care about the team, and they haven't done shit for over a decade. Well, that's because they gave the manager uh, uh, front office fucking power, and he's an idiot. No, but you got like um, what's that guy's name? I don't know. I I've tried to like stop watching Arsenal, but the guy said it himself that he looks at Arsenal as a business and not as a as a soccer team that he wants to win trophies. Well, let's stop talking about that mid-table club and let's focus <laughs> back to our mid-table club. <laughs> but yeah, I think any time a, team, a team gets sold, it's uh, it's like a whole new process and you got another rebuilding kind of waiting period for the team to, I guess, uh, put out positive results. So I don't, I don't know. I like, I'm not going to say I like Vergara owning the team. But like you said, he's a fan and he actually cares about the team. So I think we should stick with that. Even though we do look like uh, Club de Cuervos at times. We definitely look like Club de Cuervos. <laughs> Which was probably loosely... wasn't? Didn't they say it was loosely based on Vergara and his kids or something? Really? Yeah, I feel like it was said at one point or another. I could see that. If you guys don't watch Club de Cuervos on Netflix, definitely watch Club de Cuervos. I've only watched like half a season. Oh my god. Oh man, that's blasphemous. <laughs> Triggered. Again? <laughs> this episode is really called Triggered. Damn. Tony. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, you can read off the next question. Ivan Lo Sweater. Why don't they just play with the canteranos? Juegan con más huevos. Um, I don't think you could do it to compete in the league. Um, I think you can do it in a Copa MX game, which play with a lot more canteranos. But I don't think you could do it in in the league. I think you can mix it up, like we spoke earlier about bringing in maybe some youth for that for that back line. Uh, but you you definitely you definitely can't play with a whole youth team in in first division. 
Yeah, I think they're not they're not experienced enough to play a full ninety minutes. A lot of these kids tend to play like at a rapid pace, and then later into the game, they would just be all worn out. Yeah, tired. Yeah, you got to learn how to play. Like every level is a different style of play and like a different rhythm of play. So I don't think putting out a starting eleven of just canteranos would be ideal. But mixing them up, like throwing in players here and there, I think that's that that's a good idea. Yeah, I would love some defenders. Yeah. Hey, we might see uh, Galindo this weekend. Hopefully. Um. All right. Next question. I'm gonna assume that, I'm gonna assume his at name is Mexican Dog V. MX Dog V. MXN Dog V. So Mexican Dog V. Do you think Mexico has what it takes to advance to the group stage of the World Cup? My first inst- my first instinct is no. Not because we don't have the talent, because we don't have the coaching. I don't know what you guys think. So, advance to the group stage or through the yeah, group prob- stage? Yeah, probably out of the group stage is what he meant. I was like, we're already in the group stage. Excuse me, I'm not being lesbian. <laughs> Damn. Mexican dog V. <laughs> uh, so out of the group, yeah, I think I think they'll make it out of the group. I mean, yes, the coaching is a problem, but I feel like the coaching doesn't become a problem until we face elite teams or or you know or the world powers or good teams. Well, we start um, against an elite team. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but we, we don't play them three times but i feel i feel like we could beat the other the other two teams in our in our group so i think advancing yeah i think we can advance what do we have we got germany sweden and south korea uh south korea my man's son sonaldo <laughs> uh, i think we get out of the group stage the problem is that we are more than we are most likely going to have to play brazil after and they're back, so I don't. We're probably not going to get to that that mythological the mythological fifth game. Bringing, this fifth game, I keep, I keep hearing of that I've never seen in my lifetime. If they were, if they renew Osorio for another four years, I might stop rooting for Mexico. <laughs> I I can't do this. I don't I think can't. so. I think they're just gonna. Unless he makes it to that, like past the that that Quinto game. Partido. Yeah. Unless we make like, our, a with, run to like the semis or something, and then they'd have to keep our, him. With our luck, he probably will. <laughs> Just because we hate him so much. <laughs> to win that the World Cup, we'll like still that. be mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, damn it! Why did Osorio have to be the coach? <laughs> oh, All right. Man. More so, questions? Yeah, that's the end of the spreadsheet, but since we started recording, we got some more. We got rum, We got one from at Gio underscore Duarte16. He said, should Almeida get fired? And Come on. I think Come you on, should bro. just delete your Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's aggressive. Because <laughs> um... no, he should not be fired. Like no, no he shouldn't be fired. Like I, everybody, everybody that's been like fucking like losing their shit over me, I'm like, you need to settle the fuck down. 
I'm like, because it's not like he's fucking coaching bad. I mean, yes, that's his narrows thing. Those, you know, not line, playing out of knees. The two lineups last two games, starting lineups were questionable. Questionable. Yes, questionable. That is questionable. Yeah. But, but for, for somebody, for, but for somebody to tell me that he's a bad coach or that tactically he's not good is ridiculous. Because when I when Chivas fucking controls the games, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just that there's a vulnerability, vulner, vulnerability there with with the lineup because of the talent that we have. But Chivas controls the games. We fucking control possession, control shots, control the shots. We might not be on target all the time, but. Um, Almeida is a coach that you know his style of play. It's defined, and it's it's definitely reiterated throughout the whole team because you see it when they're on the field. Like, no, I, I wouldn't fire Almeida because he only has four points in five games. Um, it's are we in, are we you know in panic mode? Yeah, probably, but they just won the championship, like. Not even a year ago. And y'all want to fire him. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, I keep going back to the fact that we're not playing... We're not getting outplayed week in, week out. We're in all these games. It's just that Almeida's start, style of play that he wants to he wants the team to follow. We attack and we get, we're getting caught on these counterattacks or we make mistakes. And... I think you know he's gonna he had he's gonna make the right adjustments. I think last season he couldn't make the adjustments because the whole team itself was out of sync because of the what was the gold cup gold cup call up. So a lot of these players didn't have a preseason and didn't get into rhythm with the team until like later in the season when we started playing a lot better. So I don't. I also it's definitely not. No, he he should not get fired. I mean, I think I think last season was the injuries too. Like yeah, the the yeah. Pulido injury was huge. Cello injury. Uh, Cello injury was huge. Cello. Uh, who else was injured? Jaid was injured a lot. Alanis was injured. Um, there's a lot of injuries. I mean, the the, the Pulido injury is probably uh, was Pizarro injured. Brizuela was a couple of games, I think. Oh, Brizuela yeah, was. Yeah, I think Pizarro might have been for a few games as well. Like those, that those are all like key factors in why the team wasn't successful last se- last season. This season is a little different, um, but we're, it's not like it's not like we're still we're out of like La Liguilla. Like that, we're still there's still a possibility of, for us to make it. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> all right. So we got another one from at you already know loyal loyal follower and listener. Oh. <laughs> he said, uh, "What are y'all Champions League picks? Since we don't care about Mexican soccer anymore." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I got I got Barcelona. I'm a Barcelona fan, so I'm so, an, I'm an Arsenal obviously. fan, so I'll give my Europa League pick. I haven't watched any Champions Obviously, Chelsea is going to beat Barcelona. You know that. Oh, no. Come on. Wow. Come on. I got my Chelsea kid on right now. Damn. 
I got the day off so I can watch Chelsea beat Barcelona. That's It'll tomorrow. Be a beautiful day. Nah, but I got the day off already. Oh. Got pre got planned these things, man. <laughs> That's oh, a I waste, waste, waste of a office. day off. Yeah. Rigo Rigo's just, you know, has his own office, his own assistant. <laughs> So I just watch the game. I, I I can go into the cafeteria, turn the TV on to to the game. It's white privilege. Yeah, I gotta stop doing this peasant life. Move in with your mom, and things will just get better from there. I mean, I actually I actually work at. Where you guys? Where'd you guys go? What? What happened? Hello? No. Yeah, you're still on the call. I think you muted us or something. Barcelona fans, I'll tell you. Yeah. All right, well, so... so, uh, (laughs) I think that wraps up the questions, right? Do we have any more? Rigo. How does Rigo work? He doesn't even know how to work a phone. (laughs) How does he have the job he has? I don't know. (laughs) I still don't know what Rigo does. (laughs) He just he just tells us that he wears a suit to work, and he has assistance. <laughs> oh, I dropped off. I don't know Taylor, what happened. Taylor, I'm back. Oh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor suit, Rigo, Rigo over here. Got to live with. He's a CEO, but doesn't know how to work a phone. You move in with your mom, your your life upgrades, right? <laughs> Immediately. Oh man, was that our last question? I think so. Yeah, we're done. We're done with the questions. Any last uh, thoughts before we get off the call? Um, nope. Nope. You guys ready for another Just, Saturday night Chibas game? I'm not, but I mean, that sigh that Flo just did, that's me. No, that was me. <laughs> oh, that was you? Oh, well, that's me all 90 minutes of the game. I think I'm going to go to the bar to watch that one. R.I.P. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think we've lost when I go to watch at a bar. I think we tie. And yeah, we've only tied. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for Chivas, guys. I'm gonna go to the bar for Chivas. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to wear my. Uh... You should come. You, should come you know what I'm gonna Rigo. do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Which bar are you going to? Uh, Grafton, and uh, I think by the village. I'll let you know. Yeah, they they always put the games on for me if I go. Um, I think I'm gonna have to start wearing the the kit from the Clausura Seventeen. Oh yeah, you haven't been doing that. I I've been because I have I have all I have all the new ones. I have yeah. like the I have the championship one, and I have the uh, breast cancer awareness one, and I have the green one. But I think it's time to uh, go back to the the Clausura Seventeen one. So if you guys are like older listeners of the podcast Rigo was like on the roll when he would wear this what was the Clausura kit right yeah the Clausura kit we would win we would win all the games yeah and when I wouldn't wear the jersey we wouldn't win and uh, so I'm gonna have to bring it back one time for the one time and if we win then I'm gonna just have to keep rolling with it (laughs) (laughs) do whatever works man yeah man Viral should order some martinis at the bar. See if that works. I don't know. No, that doesn't work because we Mexico lost in the game that we went to go see. <laughs> that shit was pre-recorded, <laughs> man. 
yeah, we were watching that game and we were like still pissed at like the, the shots they would miss, and, like the build that we'd be like, oh. Yo, and then I was yo, like, that, that's why crazy. Are we mad? How, you, how you can like watch something like that and still get excited. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. Uh, wrap it up. Uh, let them know where they can find you guys. Uh, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at r.a. That's it. Flow. That's it. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real flow. F L O. At me if you want to talk mess about Chicharito, I'll respond. <laughs> you can find me at underscore dos uno. And uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast, guys. We uh, we appreciate that. And we're probably going to do like a, a contest eventually when we get to like a thousand followers. Yeah. Have a couple ideas floating around that I'm gonna we'll discuss off offline. Also, if you guys have friends that are Chivas fans that are on Twitter, tell them to follow us. Follow our SoundCloud and iTunes accounts. Yeah. How does a How does a Santos account have twenty thousand followers, but we only have like six hundred? you guys got to do better, Chivas fans. <laughs> do better. I don't even. Where know, you I don't even know a Santos fan? Like in Me real neither. life? Me neither. I don't, I don't know, know anybody. Fan. Oh Man, wait, no, never mind. My neighbor. My neighbor. I saw him in the Santos kit once. I just got triggered because I remember we lost to them. He probably, he probably bought it at Marshalls. No, he got it at the flea market. B. Oh. Yeah. We don't have flea markets. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> he bought it in Chinatown. Essentially, the flea market. Essentially. All right. We're gonna take. It. We're gonna take Florida Chinatown. <laughs> Get him a Gucci I'll be belt. There. I'll be there next year. Oh yeah, if anybody has an HBO Go account, I'm still waiting so I can watch watch a uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you uh, haven't watched it yet? <laughs> no. I'm gonna hit you offline with that. Alright guys, that's it for right. this episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hit us up on Twitter for anything. Right. Anything you guys want to get into the podcast? Please. Peace. Peace. Peace.